The following presentation was recorded live by the Jewish Ethics Institute. Oh, There's a major news story this week um, that you guys missed. Oh, really? Unbelievable story, which I would like to address. The biker shootout? No, no that, that wasn't so <laughs> oh, This was At the uh, Twin Peaks restaurant? There was a 102-year-old woman who was given her medical degree from uh, University Medical School. Are you serious? It was taken away from her. You know, if you were Jewish back then, the degrees were taken away. She just got it back. She's 102 years old. Okay. Wow. Major news story this week. Jerusalem Post. May 18th. That was three days ago. I mean, what, where are we? It's Monday. 20. Monday was May 18th. Monday. 65-year-old Hasidic woman from Libra oh, yeah, came the oldest yeah, yeah. in Israel to give birth. Um, so, fascinating story. Um, Mayor Reed Reed so discusses what the doctors have to say about it. It says here, the C-section and... Uh, Mayor Medical and Doctor performed C-section advises against dangers of late illegal IVF. Chaya Shachar, 65-year-old Hasidic woman from Bnei was unable to have a baby during her 46-year marriage. That in itself is a miracle. She was married for 46 years. So wait. That's, that's a bigger miracle than uh, giving birth. Monday was our 46th anniversary. Well, you want to be interested of IVF? <laughs> 67-year-old Shmuel gave birth on Monday to a healthy baby boy by cesarean section of Mayor Medical Center in Kfar Saba. That's Kfar Saba. He made her the oldest woman in Israel to give birth, not far behind the world record holder, Spain's Maria de del Carmen Pusada de Lara, who has a few days shy of 67 when she gave birth to oh, twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shachar's 2.68 kilogram baby was produced by in IVF with donated or purchased sperm. The hospital would not disclose exactly, although it might have been from Russia. It is illegal in Israel to perform IVF on a woman over 54. We do not recommend this, emphasized Dr. Tal Biron, an obstetrician gynae at the Kfar Saba Hospital. It is illegal to perform in vitro fertilization on a woman of this age, and it is dangerous, she explained. There are many possible complications. Pregnancy is an unnecessary burden on the mother's body. That's always... But Biron added that we were very excited during the delivery. I have no doubt she'll be an excellent mother. She's or a very grandmother. special person. Baby's very cute. There's a picture here, but I, I didn't want to waste ink. So I didn't print it out. The risk of pregnancy complications increases as the mother's age increases. Risks connected with childbearing over the age of 50 include an increased incidence of gestational diabetes, hypertension delivery by cesarean section, miscarriage, peak. Pre eclampsia, eclampsia yeah. and they don't say where the egg, who put the her egg or not. I know it can't be her egg, yeah, unless it was frozen, yeah. huh? unless she froze them. Right, doesn't say. In comparison, they're not releasing too much information. In comparison to mothers between 20 and 29 years of age, mothers over 50 are almost three times the risk of low birth weight, premature birth, and extremely premature birth. The risk of extremely low birth weight, small size for gestational age, and fetal mortality is almost double. The Shachars, who were extremely grateful to hospital doctors and nurses, credited their rabbi's blessing three years ago for the success of the pregnancy. They were Nadvarna Hasidim. I'll show you a picture of Nadvarna Rebbe. So they got a blessing three years ago that she's going to get pregnant, and that's where they, that's what they're attributing to. Forget the IVF, Russia, hits the Rebbe. Biron said... I mean, that, it's, it's really... Okay. Then we'll get there, let's finish. Biron said, Chaya Shachar presented herself, look up Nardvarna Rebbe. Can you spell it? N-A-D-R-O-V-O... N-A-D. Nardvarna. V-O-R-N-E-R. Nardvarna. You know, what's the matter with you? You don't know how to spell Nardvarna. Was he in the Holocaust? <laughs> <laughs> sure, he was. Looks like he um, looks like it. <laughs> uh, not not Vorna Hasidic dynasty. Let's see. 
new images. So Boron Sachacher presented herself at the department during the twelfth week of pregnancy and visited the high risk pregnancy outpatient clinic weekly. So clearly she got impregnated somewhere outside somewhere of else. Israel. Yeah. Right, or in back alleys of Meishar, with no need for long hospitalization. She underwent ultrasound scans and all other necessary tests. Boron said she always cooperated and never complained. Her message to Israel after the operation was never give up, baby. Never give up. It's a beautiful message. Forty seven years forty six years. So, uh, you got a picture for us? I'm looking, I can't find it yet. Since you retired, you don't carry around your... your My iPad, right, so I don't have that pocket. Uh, I so think this is uh, an irresponsible thing to do because you have a 67-year-old uh, mother... 65, don't si push it. 65. How long is she going to live? You know, the kid's going to be a, a very young orphan. That's, That's not fair to the uh, child. Oh, well, yeah, she got 20 years. Would you recognize him? Is that the guy with the no, Rebbe? No, no, no. That's looks, definitely not him. That maybe he's his brother's father. Kid might have no, 20 years. Go to images. I am in images. I know, the truth is, it's probably... No, no, no. Go to all the images on one page. Go back. Uh, he, he's not. He's he's retired, man. Right, I don't know how to use this. You all look anymore. the same. Black hat, white beard. <laughs> you don't look the same. You've seen one, you've seen them all. <laughs> you want a Rebbe of Philadelphia? Maybe. I don't think so. It's you. That's your Rebbe. No. You're not Warner. What? Anyway, I decided after this article, I'm going to Israel. Someone will see it. So these are these are images right here. These are all the images I have. Right. So this is him right here, probably. Yeah. These are all images I got for the Rebbe. Let's see. Oi. He's an angry-looking dude. Yeah, he is. You'd have 65-year-old women coming to complain they don't have kids. You'd also be angry. Now, who is that? This, this is, is the Rebbe. This is the Rebbe you gave them the blessing. Anyway, so getting, so leaving the Rebbe out of this, I mean, the, it's actually part of the question. So the question is, should this be done? Does she have a right to do this halachically? Is that, it that's permitted? him or no? That's him younger? Probably. Maybe. Who's nicer back Which one? This guy. Joe College. This guy. He doesn't look as angry as this in this one. Yeah, he looks less angry. Yeah, that's him. Is he still alive? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. He's uh, he's gonna be the male. His hand shakes like this. <laughs> don't don't be nervous. Right? I thought it was a girl. No, that was a boy. That was a boy. Um, so hey. there'd be thousands of kids at the first. Anyway, thousands of people. So the point is like this. The question that I would like to discuss is, and I just, uh, 10 o'clock last night I started researching this. Um, perfect time. So you have to bear with me. But the question is, is this something that should be allowed? Um, is it permitted halachically? There's obviously major risks involved to the mother. Like you said, to the child. It's not so just to the mother. To the it's child, the mother, child. This is society. Crazy. I mean, orphan. You know, the kid's going to be an orphan. No, but age. that's in the best of situations. The kid's going to be an orphan. No, More no. than likely, this child would have been a premature birth. Would have been mentally retarded. Would have been dependent on society. Yeah. Would have taken up hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of medical care yeah. in the hospital. This kid would be a complete drain on resources, mm -hmm. and that's. That's more likely. This is the this America. is the this is the one or five percent chance of yes, you had a successful, healthy baby, and thank God, everything's great. Then you get concerned about him being a young orphan. Yeah. yeah. Then, no, but you know, this, like, right, you're right. So I mean, the question is, prior to to the fertilization, should someone go down this path? Is someone allowed to? No, this is no, terrible. Question this number is one: a is obligated, again. obligated. 
Um, are they allowed to? No, it's terrible. Um, Rebbe should be stripped of his rabbi, rabbinate. He should so, be. So, Ron, you're missing terrible. the point. In the world of autonomy, yeah. the woman's completely entitled to do this. Of course, but this is not where yeah, she should not be not, has no autonomy. Yeah. She should not be operating in an autonomous type of. Well, Allah has. Well, you see, the Israeli society, Israeli right. medical community, outlawed above 54. Well, not to, it's illegal in Israel above the age of 54. So what she did was illegal. Is old. No, no she did it outside. She did it in Russia. Russia. I mean, yeah. Assumption is, um, she came is, to Israel pregnant. Right. Mm. Yes, that's what it would seem. Um, the question again is, so it's not a question of illegality. Well, she, didn't, she came from B'nai Brock, so she went out of the country. Let, out yeah, of the country. Yeah. Out of the country. We she don't know what happened. Doesn't but say. Clearly, it was done. She, either she it was done in the back the alley or in Russia. In her 12th week of pregnancy. All right, so it was either done in the back alley or in Russia. I'm Cold assuming it wasn't a back alley, although you never know <laughs> in Israel. But, but uh, I'm assuming it happened in another country, um, where uh, Thailand is. Okay, so so uh, so where should we begin? So the first thing is, which I couldn't find inside, but it's very clear in uh, um, various poskim, including Moshe Feistin and Rabbi Sitzeliezer, um, the Eliezer Waldemert, both say very clearly there is no, the first question is, if someone has no kids, there's an obligation to be fruitful and multiply, as we discussed uh, many times. It's a, it's a biblical obligation. Do they have a biblical obligation to go out and seek um, whatever way they can in order to fulfill that mitzvah, meaning to use uh, contemporary reproductive technologies that are available to them or not. So that's question number one, which I'd just like to get out of the way. Discussed it in the past. So everyone says very clearly there is no obligation. Halachically, as we know, we're only obligated to do with, to work within the realm of nature. You have no obligation, even if you're 20 years old and you can't have a child in a normal manner. Um, there's no obligation to go out and use reproductive mm -hmm. technologies in order to fulfill permitted. the mitzvah of sure. even, uh, permitted, permitted in and if you get scenarios. pregnant that way you have satisfied pro yeah. according to most not everyone actually Tzitzeliezer does not, does well, not agree with that but he's my father that's yes. satisfied pro for sure yeah. it's for only sure. the obligation of course is always for on the man anyway we'll talk about that but in any case so that's clearly in this particular case of Mrs. Chaya Shachar there was no obligation for them to do what they did. I'm sure it's not the first time, by the way. I don't know why they waited to 65 to get the blessing from the Rebbe. But, uh, but um, meaning, why didn't they try this before? But in any Maybe case... Maybe they did. We don't know. Yes. Right. That's true. We don't know. Um, we have very little information to work on here. So that's number one. So there's no obligation to use reproductive technologies in order to fulfill them. It's, the question is, once you did it, have you, according to the majority of Poskim, yes. Since mm -hmm. is the minority opinion, who says you have not fulfilled it, but, we're, but he's not Does accepted. Does have to have a boy and a girl? Yes. It's still oh, plenty of time. Yeah. She's only 65. What's the, <laughs> what's the rush? Um, Grandma Moses. And she, she'll probably... This is absurd. This story is absurdity. That's why we're discussing. We like no, but discussing I mean, this to me, this should be a clear. This is not even a gray zone at all. It's yeah. like absolutely absurd to the point that she should be condemned. Okay, so the question is, her, so, so her which part is it? It's because of the risk to her own body, because of the yes. risk to the child, yes, because of the societal yes. costs, yes, which, all of them, all of them are okay, terrible. Okay, so, so, so the question then becomes, what happens if you have a 20-year-old woman okay. who the doctors say if she, there's a good chance if she has the child, 
she might uh, risk she can risk it her own health medical her yeah. own health with the game coming pregnant so that's the question where do you draw the line in this case is not 100 percent clearly wasn't 100 percent so where do you draw the line this is the question here where do you draw the line in risk of pregnancy if a doctor says if you become pregnant there's a risk you have uh, well, Chronic disease. You're you an have, OBGYN. Uh, I mean, what are the okay. chances of a 65 year old woman being no, forget pregnant? The 60, forget the numbers here. Well, I'm asking you That's once you're point. saying this, you're saying this is a clear cut case. It's prohibited for her to do this. Yeah. So, what would be in a case where you have a 25 year old woman or a 30 year old woman, healthy woman, healthy, or where the doctors say either she's a healthy woman, the doctors say there's a risk of her child uh, being born premature, disabled, etc., yeah. with some type of disability? Can she is, she, is it permitted for her to get pregnant? Or what happens if the doctors say the child might be healthy, but there's a risk to herself, to her own health, by her becoming well, pregnant? That so what do you say in that case? Is is okay, so why, why is this clear-cut and that? Because that this is so extreme. Yeah, the saying, so what, no, assuming the risks, the numbers are the same here and there, you're saying, whatever, you're saying the it would be dependent on the numbers. That's what it's you're saying. It's all numbers. It's all numbers. Okay, yeah, that's a very yeah. good point. The risk, so what you the risk to a, a, a healthy mother increases... I'd say to the unreasonable uh, time after uh, age 42 and the risk of, uh, well, if it's her egg, the risk of um, mongolism increases to like about 1 in 40. Right, so you can make the argument, by the way, um, women over not, 40, but it's not say her egg. The, the chances of him having a Down syndrome child yeah. are increased like quadruple. It increases, but I don't know that it increases to 100% okay, so or 90%. Then where do you draw yeah, the line? not 100% here either. I know, but yeah, clearly, do the line? I, I don't know the numbers, but my assumption is that this is a, well, the fact that this is egg. miraculous, we don't know, I assume it's not her egg. Right. I assume it's not her egg. But the, the point is like, the, the chances of success are so low and potent dangers are yeah. so high that you're right, it's just a matter of numbers. Right. Maybe there was a 5% chance that the baby would be delivered normally. And there was a 90% chance that she would be disabled or hurt mm -hmm. or die. She or die. the baby. She. The baby. She. The, baby the, the mother. The mother might the mother. have been killed during yeah. this whole procedure. But she was willing to take that risk. That's the crazy... I mean, it's just the extreme numbers. Right. I, I don't know the numbers, but my assumption is that the numbers are ridiculously off the scale. Yeah. I would think. All right, so that's the question. Two questions. It's, it's a much, it's a much bigger question. First of all, I'm saying this is, as a guy, you're sure you know this. This is, I mean, almost in every pregnancy, there is some risk of, to the mother. Yeah, the child. Exactly. Um, the question is, and as the woman gets older, there's much more risk. For sure. Um, you know, I could tell you personal stories just uh, where my wife has Crohn's disease, so every time she got pregnant, she had to go off her medicine. Right. There's a risk that her Crohn's would clear up and right. major health issues. So, so where do you, I mean, do you tell a woman she can't take risks in pregnancy? I mean, you have to draw the yes, line. Right, so that's the question. Where do you draw the line? But, but you know, you're saying for sure there is a line. It's yeah. not a woman has, can't so. make an autonomous there decision. There is a line. Because there's... There has to be a line. Remember the case with the bakey that Steinberg and George Noon commented upon? That right. was that there. Was a there line. it was huh? clear numbers. I mean, we discussed numbers, not clear. But, but it varied from rabbi to rabbi. Yes. So true. the line was yeah, all over okay, the place. Okay, but there is a line. But as, impor as important as the line was, there was to save your life. Here is not to save your life. Here is to get to create, pregnant. To right. Life. So the imperative to take the risk is much greater there than it is here because here you know, you're obligated to save your life. Mm -hmm. You're not obligated to have a child. So well, I think the imperative... Yeah. Well, you are, but not in this... Not in this situation. You're not obligated yeah. to have IVF. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the imperative to go forward with this 
is a little bit different, which means uh, so it still doesn't tell you where the line is since you're permitted. She, but you got she's way over the line. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, come where's on, the line? I, we could debate where the line Look, is, the but Bakey, she, wherever said, the line is. The Bakey they said he's 96 years old. He's way over the line, and the yeah, but he's said, like you said, the difference yeah, is first of all he's he's gonna die anyway. I mean, he's terminal. Once you have a order, right? Yeah. If you had an he's order, gonna die anyway. He's, he's done. Yeah. He's cooked anyway. The question there was. Do you take the risk? Is it ethical? It's a different question here. It's totally, it's a question of, because I want to get pregnant, you know, so the whole world has to, you know, it right. is, it's is a, a totally that's different. That's why it's a different question. Yeah. One is risk. They're both risk, but the question right. is, they're the scenarios, the context of the risk. Exactly. The context is entirely different. Yeah. So, I, so I'm a little surprised the rabbi would say you'll be pregnant in three years or something, because it yeah. seems like he's a he, he's off his rocker. Yeah, he's discounting the Maybe risk, he'd be and he's also discounting the imp right. the imperative to have children. That it's just, well, it's it's. Um, oh, listen, he he was he didn't he's not telling he didn't say it doesn't say have told him to do this or what, but he's, he's he might have foreseen the future. This is what's going to happen. He's doing his job as a rebbe. Yeah. He, you know, no, no, he's, you uh, know, there's alternatives. He didn't tell him to do it. Doesn't say he told him to do it. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. They could they could support kids to give scholarships, support kids to school. That all fulfills, as I understand, for Riverville. You can. I mean, whatever. If you can't have kids, you can. You can. The, be the best is to have your own kids, of course. But then there are other mechanisms. That's right. Have any rabbis commented upon this particular case yet? I haven't seen any. They should all like. This is just Monday. Condemn it. Condemn it. Absolutely. Because then, God forbid, she's going to now encourage other sixty-year-old women to get pregnant. Yeah, but what kind of craziness? Now it'll be one one in ten thousand May. Now, I think one thing is interesting. It says it is illegal in Israel to perform IVF on a woman over 54. 54 I'd like to know how they arrived at right, that right, number right. and what Rabbi said about that particular ruling. Well, that's now, I agree. That would be interesting. So hopefully there's some science. Where did they get to 54? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, they drew a line. Right. Right. I like that. Right, we have to speak. I'm going to leave my time break. That's a good These question. are secular authorities that drew the line. I understand. No, but it could I be with based on science. <laughs> Isn't all medicine based on science? Yeah, Come the on. science is solid, rock solid. We know that. Um, <laughs> so, how many emails time? That's a good question. Of uh, this question of uh, sixty-five. How many emails time in my class today? Maybe the fifty-four. But the question is like this. So I'm just saying, it's it's a it's a much deeper question. And we once meaning, let's say you have a twenty-five-year-old woman. Yeah. Who the doctors say. You know, if she gets pregnant, the chances of that child having disability, let's say, 75%, just to pick a number out of a hat. Do we tell her she can't get pregnant? Well, would you what, allow... Was that, I want to finish my question? Mm -hmm. Meaning, do you, is it better to have a child who's disabled, or you can say, or not to have a child at all? Would you consider Meaning, aborting that, in vitro if the child is... No, we're talking about she's fine with it. She's saying, I'd, ra I'd rather have a disabled child than have no child, children. Do you allow her to get pregnant, or so she still has? That's the no. same question that here. No, same yes, I'm saying, but I'm just putting well, in a different context. Yeah, it's a different context. Yeah, yes. Well, people but who know that, that they have genes. Right. That yeah. Exactly. Self, I'm saying. So, would, what would you say society. there? So, what would you totally say there? Selfish. Can she can she actually thing. take care of that child and have all the resources to take care of that child, or no? It's, it's not fair to just like say, I I'm, have a, choice. I, I'm a loving person. I, I, can can I have a lot of love in my heart. Yeah. I can take care of any child. Oh, besides, it's also forget society. What about the child? You're causing this child's whole life to live in pain. Remember? Yeah. Right, right, 
You're causing this whole child to live in pain his whole life. You make a decision for the child to live in pain. Yeah, it may not be Forgetting society. Forget about money. Your issue is you always bet the money. Forget society. Forget society. The issue is what about the child? Can I make a decision that's going to affect someone's whole life? Jake, you guys are getting into Third Reich territory here. We are. Everyone's getting into Third Reich territory. This is money, bottom line. This guy is... You know, when you have every you got to make... you got all of your perfect people here. Okay, so let's turn over the page. So this is actual an actual case was presented to Rabbi Yasha many years ago. I don't know what year... I haven't found the original source for this, but um, it sounds like this. Rabbi was consulted by a 37-year-old diabetic woman who wished to become pregnant. She had diabetic complications, including near-tidal blindness, severe impairment of kidney function, hypertension, which were well-controlled, but expected to become unstable during pregnancy, as she would have to stop her current anti-hypertensive medication due to the possibility of fetal complications or abnormalities. She was extremely desperate to have a child and was likely to become severely depressed. Okay. She was prohibited from the attempt. Uh, uh, ruled. Okay, well, don't look at the ruling. What do you say? What's that? What do you say before you see Rabbi Yashav's ruling? What would you, how would you rule? Oh, this is a simple a thing rabbi. for me in modern technology. You have a surrogate. Done. Yeah, but that's that she wants fulfill ever. the right. She wants to get pregnant. She wants well, to be a mother. I, I hear, I hear it, so and she's saying, being ignorant. I said, you woman. know what? Take the egg and put in a surrogate. You'll have a baby by your genes. I know, but still, it's, it's, it's not. It doesn't fulfill the same as need. the rabbi, as the doctor. That's what I would tell her to do. Yeah. And surrogacy is halachically there's fine. There's all sorts then of I issues, but deal with it. Child. No, it's not the same as having I your own child. So you you would rule for this woman, don't do it. Don't, you would don't, tell don't you would rule halakhically. I would say do it. Again, we're not discussing what advice. We're not giving nice advice. This is not her therapist. The question is here, halakhically, is she allowed to have that child? Do we allow her halakhically? Is it permitted? I would say yes. To what are the chances to of her dying? To create a very and also the baby, the unstable situation. A negative. Baby yeah. No, for both. Wait, 14 pounds. It doesn't say what likely for. to die in pregnancy. And so the baby is likely. likely to become misformed. But she may kill herself if she doesn't get pregnant. She's very depressed. Right. So the other thing is that she's to shrink. But she should, Severely should depressed. But then she could also kill herself when she got pregnant and, and miscarries. Yeah, yeah, all right. that garbage. Of course. So I don't think that... So you're saying everyone says... No. Prohibited no, except Shelly. Yeah, I'd say she... I don't see how you can stop her. What is your so line? You what is your line? I don't know where that line You've is. You've got no line. Is that what you're saying? No line. Each case is individual. Not, I, that's exactly right. See, it's a case-by-case case. Case basis. What if, what if we find out from the Look, medical people... I, I have people like this. Chance. I have patients like this. That had a good chance You can't of stop them. You'd say, you tell them, you right, explain to tell all a woman, risks. I can tell you from my experience as a rabbi, telling a woman she can't get pregnant? It's futile. First of all, yeah. I mean, they're not, most cases, they're not going to listen to you, unless it's extreme. I mean, in okay, the majority of cases, I can tell you from personal experiences that I've had consulted. This, she is in that kind of dire situation where she's really medically unstable. 
Now, yeah, but it's also stable. She's she's blind, she has die. kidney disease, she's hypertensive. If she's going to get pregnant, all that's going to get worse. I mean, Aggravated. I mean, but you, like you said, you can't stop her. Okay, so fine. So then you tell her, listen. So she's so really trying to commit suicide. because she's oh, willing, trying to have a child. I'm willing know, to take the risk. She's ready to take those risks. She'd rather be dead. Okay. As well, Rachel, as Rachel Imenu said in the Torah, I'd rather be dead than be childless. That's a woman. She's many women are in the... So then Feel you like would that. have to ask the doctors what are the chances of her living through this. Or they say I thought it was fifty-fifty. And what are the oh. chances of the kids? Uh, says Rabbi Yashiv. Rabbi Yashiv ruled that it would be permissible for her to enter pregnancy if the risk to her life was thought to be less than fifty percent. So where did he so get he's up with that? Saying he's drawing the line of fifty percent. Why? Uh, no. Majority, like anything. No, because no one normally do thirty-three percent. That's true. That's so a good question. Meaning Rabbi Yashiv is the one who holds 33. Yeah. Right. Moshe usually holds 50. Why did he go 50? So it's a good question. So says the next paragraph, says his son-in-law. Usually 30%. 33%. Because of the uh, leper story. The half, story. Dora, the half story we read a few weeks yeah. ago. So the lepers. We don't want to but go. But they survived because they could die. Probably less than But they survived because they went well, to one. That's a good point. So let's see what So says his son-in-law, Rabbi Zilberstein, describes what the reason for Rabbi Yasha's reasoning. It says like this, Rabbi Yasha's reasoning was that although this woman's medical condition would ordinarily require to desist from attempting a pregnancy, okay, meaning cause of the risks involved, and her husband would be required to ensure adequate contraception, meaning uh, contraception is always a big issue, so we would allow, and we'll get into that in a second, we would of course allow the husband to use contraception or the woman in order to prevent the pregnancy because we won't separate a husband and wife um, from, from having normal marital relations. But he says, number one, since there is one, a real risk of severe depression, she is not allowed to proceed. So that was a big part of his psaac, was the fact that on the other side, they're, they're saying and, and assuming with for doctors that. that she would be depressed. Okay, good point. Number two, since she will not be the direct and active cause of danger to herself. Listen to this very interesting reasoning. Yeah, I don't oh, one second, we didn't, we didn't even finish the sentence. He's not agreeing with the sentence. Give, them, give the rabbi a chance. The pregnancy will generate a situation in which danger may occur at a later time because she will stop taking certain medications in order to ensure fetal well-being. But the pregnancy itself would not destabilize her condition. It's not that the pregnancy is causing the danger. It's she's going to go off medicine. Um, if she remained under in such a set of in such right. a set of circumstances, she may well. be allowed to you're proceive. A, that's that's an ignorant statement. The that pregnancy is itself will cause danger. It is it's both. Danger. Okay. She will get off medicines, and the pregnancy will cause danger. First of all, she won't necessarily go off medicine. I can tell well, you, there's, an, she would, there's another element to this. Like, I, 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 I want to hear what he's saying. You first, no, that's you're saying, that's it. I'm saying what you're saying. The pregnancy would is the cause. Listen to the OB. Yeah. What does the OB say? Pregnancy will cause her that she has a, a tremendous risk of um, of eclampsia, which will kill her and the baby. Could you just eclampsia means it's high blood pressure, she'll have seizures. You know, she's already high. Yeah, but if she's on medication. Where's the treatment? Can take the medication to to, to stabilize her blood pressure. The, the only the only reason she can't take is because of pregnancy. That's the what only saying. medication you could take is um, magnesium. Magnesium sulfate. To stop these, but that doesn't work. Or you abort. Or you abort. Yeah, and you can't keep her on. No, I'm that. saying there's no medication that will help for this. Prevent she it. Wasn't no, pregnant. not to prevent no. it. I'm saying if she wasn't pregnant, 
Yeah, she's on medication. Right. So again, so the only reason it's, so she's he, risking her life is because she's take going off the medication. No, that's not the only reason. The pregnancy so itself, else. because of her hypertension and her diabetes, she's likely to have a 14-pound kid that's premature and will... 14-pound uh, kid? Yeah, a tremendous kid. Diabetics have big kids. That's premature. They tremendously big and kids. And, uh, will, and uh, will have either severe impairment or will, or will die. And uh, and then you know plus she slept around this fourteen pound kid, so it's pressing on uh, and her the vessels already in her bad. pelvis, uh, decreasing uh, flow to her kidney. She can have more kidney damage. She may die, you know. But uh, I can tell you, though, I'm old enough that I had diabetics like this, who had these complications. What does it have to do with being old enough? <laughs> because someone like Ron would know about it. Alan probably would. But you'd, I have women who would be like this, and they'd want to get pregnant. Now, there's another element which they don't really address here, which is these women, usually you got to be this age, it usually meant you didn't take good care of yourself to have all these complications by that age. Not always, but often. Mm. When these women would get pregnant, they would often take better care of themselves than they ever have during their lifetime. They can't guarantee that. But they so want a baby that, you know, I'd be amazed when women over and over again, all of a sudden they'd measure their blood sugar six, eight times a day, and they'd start taking insulin five or six times a day, and they would eat right, and they would just become very good patients during the pregnancy, whereas before that and after that, they would be terrible patients when it came to caring for themselves, but because they wanted a baby, they would take good care of themselves. Now, they don't mention that here in the element, in this element, but it's part of it, that they would... They would do whatever they can to reduce their risk, but it was before. Yeah, but, but, but you again, can't assume can't that certain, in the story. Yeah, but, yeah, but there's certain but signs of risk. So. But I'm, but what I'm care. saying is the imperative to have a child is real. That's what you're saying. Yeah. That I had patients like this. I'd say you're nuts. You're crazy. Of a woman uh, totally. Uh, but even so... Uh, and then, then it looks even worse. Then afterwards, so afterwards they would still be an insulin-dependent diabetic. Yeah. And they'd go back to not taking care of themselves. Now they have a kid driving in the car, right. and they're having hypoglycemic yeah. episodes and crashing into things. I mean, this is real. I've had patients whom this happened. So, so one second. So we're saying. So we don't like his second reason because you're saying it's not just going off the medicine. What right. about the 50% number? That no, one. He made that out of the air. You, yeah. No, he clearly didn't. The question is. Where did he get know, it from? No, I'm saying, but do you, you, you agree that we have to make a line? I would agree it's less than 50%. Question. You need a what Alan would say. You would say 50% no, is too much. Like this? No, I'd say the risk to her life is less than 50%. No, no, I'm saying, but do you like the, the 50% line? It's arbitrary. I don't really know. I don't, I don't know what know. the right answer is. It's the question, I don't know the, Why don't, don't we stick the with back. the 33? I don't get it. Why are we moving the line? The risk of life question. is probably less than 37. That's a good in question. In a case like this, yeah. I think the risk is greater than uh, 50%. You're the OB-GYN doctor. I, I mean, yeah. I don't recall any of my diabetic patients with complications dying. Like complications like this? Did they have three. kidney problems as well? Yes. By the time they're blind, they often have kidney complications. Yeah, yeah. But near total blindness, severe impairment yes, of kidney. I'm this, telling this you. lady's sick. Yes. So let's say the assumption is that she's not the type of person you're describing that's somehow magically going to take better care of herself. Let's assume she's been trying to take care of herself her whole life and she continues to deteriorate rapidly. Mm -hmm. By the age of 37, she's got terrible complications. I don't think you can prognosticate what her risk of dying is. I'm not you have anybody, to. I don't know anybody that's got that kind of data. 
You're 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 in the yeah, third right, man. It. Come on. No, you I don't make know. Everybody's got that kind of day. Let's take a bunch of women in their mid thirties who are blind and with renal impairment. Get them pregnant. And see what their survival I'll rate. I doubt there's anything. Like no, yeah, I doubt come there on. Is. Hey, but there has to be some assessment, medical assessment. You're right. The numbers exact. No numbers are never exact. The medical assessment. Her risk is high. Her risk is low. A number, I doubt it. I'd be I'll, very surprised. I'll bet you there's something out yeah. there. There's gotta be. Come on. I'll, um, bet, I'll bet the Nazis did a lot of experiments to figure that out. No, they just killed yeah. these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So their line is pretty simple. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> um, okay. So, Jewish, so there's a few. So this is one. Uh, one thing that I saw, the and surrogacy is not even a consideration. I don't see how you can stop her. I really don't. Well, you can't that's a different stop question. her. You well, assuming that there, she's a, No, I'm saying. But that's not the no, question. No, saying. Well, she won't listen. You're saying she's just going to do it. No, I think luckily it's tough to make an argument since it's permissible for her to get pregnant. Well, and there's the question, risk. Is it? That's what I'm we're discussing. Sure is it is. permissible? It's permissible if someone put themselves to risk their lives just to have a baby. That's the question. Every time you get pregnant, you're risking your risk yeah, life. That's so that's okay, so where, get there. That's where's that line? That's a very good point. We'll that's what we're there. talking about, the line. That's a tiny I, I don't know where that line is. And when Rabbi Steinberg talked about DeBakey having that surgery, he started off with some rabbis say this, some rabbis say this. The line was, during his lecture, the line was moving all over the place. The same problem here. Where's that line? I don't know where it is. Yeah, but I'm saying, but they're, they're not just an arbitrary line. line. They're basing it on lepers or... Right. I would still call it arbitrary. There's something to base that line on. We have to figure out the line. They're, but we're all agreeing there's a line. The question is, where do we put that line? So he's putting it here, and this, when it comes so to pregnancy, for some reason, so Rabbi Eli Ashev, the question is, why? what changed from the 33? Where Rabbi Eliashev had his own aneurysm, right. he yeah. found a team who said, look, our data is worth 30%. Oh, okay, I'm going with those 30. guys. I'm saying, really? I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to look too closely at that data. No, that's different then. As long as you come up with a line, then you can arbitrarily figure out whether you <laughs> how to fit fudge with the, the data. Line. Right. How, do we, how do we fudge the data to fit in that line? He has a mess here. I can't put this down. <laughs> Kill him. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. He thinks we have real data. I know. So, All patients do. So there's a lot. It's, it's fascinating, by the way. He yeah, has. I know what we're talking about. Um, Blythe, in his book, has a whole article on medical risks course, which not good, that's the whole 33 goes, all the lepers and anything, but what's interesting is some of the proofs they bring are from the fact there's a whole, which we're not going to get into now, when the Gemara is discussing contraception, so it allows there's three women, it says, who are allowed to use contraception, Talmud says, one is a nursing woman, a pregnant woman, um, and I forgot the third one. Um, no, because the no women are allowed to use, they don't need contraception. Those days they did. They, they would well, still, yeah, they still would, uh, not usually. Yeah, today. Well, hey, but they, the they point do. is, I the reason is because it's danger either to the baby right. or to because the woman. Okay. Those are the best minorities. Because I, I gotta, I gotta leave early today. So it's, um, so anyway. Nursing, so the, pregnant. The, right, nursing, pregnant. The, the point is that you see from yes. there that we, the question is, we, do we, we don't allow a woman to get pregnant. We don't, or we don't allow her to take the risk. We tell her sh to use contraception when there's either danger to herself or to the baby. That's, they bring us sources. But the question is, again, um, what happens, and, and this is someone, a Binyan who was, we look him up exactly when he lived, I think he, talking 1900s. So he has a response on which I thought I printed out, but I don't see it. Fascinating response, which I didn't understand everything. I printed this out last night from 
from the so here's the sponsor. Can you let's just look up when he lived so I can give you the the biography biographical background. Let's see. I'm sure he's on Wikipedia. What they do before we can tell them how you can tell them that they should. Say for Binyan Sion. Yaakov Edinger. Um, doesn't say that time. His name was Yaakov Edinger. I believe he. Uh, how come I can't find this information? Are you spelling it right? How do you spell it? Binyan Foundation Stone. Anyway, he was, he was a big rabbi. He's quoted, he I'm guessing... What's his name? 1700s, early 1800s, probably. Um, Yaakov Ettinger. Here. Um, oh, no. It's not his death. Prohibition to smoke. Yeah, he's pretty modern. Anyway, so he has... I'll tell you his tshuva. Oh, it says the date. So we know it says the date at that when this was written. So this is written in Europe. His, um, 1798 to 1871. Yeah, he said. Is that him? Eight, 1798. Jacob Edinger. Yeah. Yeah, so this was written in 1824, maybe. Hmm. What is that? That's him. Oh, that's him. Oh, I recognize him. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when did he die? 1824? Uh, 1871. 1871, okay. 73. So this is written to the Trav of. Ettinger, Ettinger. Some city in Germany. Ettinger. No, this is Ettlinger. Jakob Ettlinger. Spelled it wrong. That's him, that's him. I think Ettlinger. I, I think he's still Jewish. Is in there? Let me see. He's still Jewish. Yes, Ettlinger, yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, the Chuvas was Binyatian. So he said, Adavar Question that uh, the master asked. Bisha, Shekol Pam, Every time this woman gives birth, her labor is extremely hard. And she's in great danger when during her labor. She escaped with the kindness of, of God. Now the doctors are telling her, the husband, he should not touch his wife again. Don't go near her. Because if she, 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 she might get pregnant again. The tailored, and she gives birth. There's no proper remedy. And she'll surely die if she gets pregnant again. And the husband is asking with a broken spirit. And, a, and depression. Can he have relations with his wife? Using contraception, um, in order that she should not get pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, you already fulfilled the mitzvah Benabas. He has a son and daughter. Um, he's still, he has, to, he has lusts. The vilti sheves gilmod, and he doesn't want to sit idle. Um, and he might come to prohibited relationships if he doesn't if he's not, doesn't have the ability to have relations regular marital relations with his wife. Gam and also of course to fulfill the mitzvah of of uh, of ona which is having relations satisfying one's wife. Okay, that was the question. So he has here it's a four page it's interesting that included the uh, that, that he already had a boy and a girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I would Prices. like to take that out of the discussion. Yeah, well, this is so. This was more of a question of contraception, but he goes obviously he. But what w- contraception did they have then? Well, Rubbers? Yeah, withdrawal. they had the Talmud already talks about various forms of contraception. Quartus interruptus. Yeah, I mean, oh. there's a lot of forms of contraception. 
Talmud. Reminds me of Nathan Ingler's short story for the relief of unbearable urges. You guys remember that? In JCC, 1997. But, okay, it seems very clear. I mean, we've heard well, all this. Many people that, yeah. here have heard of women that wanted a third child or fourth child, and they mm-hmm. were told they can't have any more children. They did not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the question not. is, halakhically, what does he do? Well, here's, so here it's the from doctor's from right the husband's here. It says you're surely will die. Right. Yeah. Surely is pretty, like 100%. That's what it says. Right. Yes. So anyway, he goes through the whole thing of that whole Talmud of contraception, but what's relevant to us, because this question is really not a question of pregnancy, it's a question of can you use contraception, meaning the choice is don't have relations or use contraception, that's really the question. They're not discussing, everyone agrees, like you're saying, she shouldn't become pregnant, right. that doesn't seem to be the issue. The issue is, should is he allowed to use contraception yeah, or should he not? 100% or something less than 100%, that's what they're getting at. Yeah. Doesn't have relation, she can't get pregnant. Contraception right. exactly. can't get pregnant. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yes. There's some risk involved. Yes. But here, Shelley has the line. So, according to Shelley, who has no line, this woman should be able to get pregnant. We should not. No, accompany no here the it's bad percent death. So, there's not a question of a line. That, but I thought you had no You can't line. kill yourself. No, like she said, it's suicide. That's suicide. 100%. So, it's I mean, 99%. Doctors are not I'm 100%. Saying, I don't know where the line is. Okay, but if it, if it were 99% sure of death, there's still 1% chance. Yeah. It's a problem. For you. Mm-hmm. Right. So you would say, you know what? But you're you're not female, you're male. So it's not a problem for you. It would be a problem only for the woman. Mm-hmm. Right, know. but she's asking yeah. me. She's I asking know, but you can't give but a totally Michelle, honest your description thing that would because be, you can't you should not use contraception. That. No, my, dis- my answer is you're I don't know where that line is. But you can't die from that. Okay. Die. <laughs> I would consult a rabbi. <laughs> Why? And the rabbi's going to be Let him, what what? Mean? No, Mike got his back. What? My back. <laughs> he's going to be It's like Coop so said, I consulted a very wise man on the lower east side. So first of all, by the way, so by the way, within the tshuva, it's a fascinating tshuva. Obviously, no time to go. Maybe in the future we can go through the whole thing. But first of all, I never knew there's a major discussion here about they bring proof from Esther. Question is, did Esther use contraception when she was with Achashverosh mm-hmm. or not? This is a lot of That's discussion. That's interesting. Fascinating uh, discussion. To. So Tosfos in Megillah says that she did. Question is, did she use contraception? Because according to one matter, she was married to Mordechai, as we know. Right. So, yeah. so the question is, it was her uncle. So the question is, um, did she use contraception with Achashverosh or with Mordechai? She clearly was using contraception with one. But they want to bring a proof. She didn't because they say Daryavish. I don't know the English translation. Daryavish, Achashverosh's great grandson, uh, grandson, Dar Darius. Dar, how do you know? Darius. Darius was the was Esther's child. Or, really? Oh, really? Yeah, according to according to the Talmud. That's yes. a Caesar, right? Caesar. No, uh, Darius is different. Uh, yes, not, a, not Babylonian. Uh, yeah, uh, Persian. 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 Persian king. Darius mm. is one that fought with the Greeks. Um, so anyway, so according to, so you see that she didn't use contraception, or else it was a mistake, it was bad contraception. <laughs> Whatever the case is, there's a lot of discussion about that, which I never knew. So he discusses that as, as part of his... was her grandchild? Or son, or something. Yeah. From yeah. Somebody oh, made from that from up. How do we know it's from Ahasuerus? Because he became the king. She was about to be birthed. If she's pregnant, we don't know who actually impregnated her. It's a good question. So that's why the host was discussed. That it's clear she used contraception with one. The question is with which one. So there's, there's a lot of discussion. There's clear description that she was using it with one. According to Rish- in the, the Rishonim, yes. Why is it clear? How is so it clear? In the Rishonim, it's clear. 
we have to go through it. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying it's clear to me. It's clear in the Rishon. So else. the point is like this, that uh, that's a side discussion, but first of all, so one of the things he says here, which is fascinating, relevant to what we're saying is, he says, just because a doctor said you're surely going to die, don't believe the doctors. It's not, he assesses the risk at less than 50%. That was on his own. Meaning he says that we know doctors, their numbers are never clear. That's exactly what we're saying here. Um, so he's, he makes that statement, if I can find it here. Well, then this very yeah, but he's saying that just because the doctor's saying there's 100% risk, that's 100%. Don't right. think we know that what doctors say is not, never, never, is always to be taken it's with a grain of salt. It's not the word of God, So basically, he ends up assessing the risk at, at less than 50%. So therefore... Um, and what he says is, with, amongst other things, and of course he allows him to use contraception. Again, the question is, with the contraception, Why? there's risk. Why would he allow contraception? If he's assessing her risk at less than 50%. Because even that might be a reason for contraception. Why? We because never discussed here. Because the risk alive. But we were discussing no, here no, if it's less than 50%. This is the question, is she allowed to get pregnant? Right, there's, and there's, she there's is. It's a different question, whether she's allowed to. Here the question is, should they use contraception? No. She's not obligated to risk her she's life. She's even permitted she's to She's not obligated risk. to risk her life. This is saying, Rabbi Yash is saying, she may be, by the way, it's, it's beyond the line, and underline it, but the last words of the sentence is, she may be allowed to get pregnant. Because she wants to get pregnant. Here the question is, maybe she doesn't want to get pregnant. Do they she, don't want a pregnancy. The question to is, take the risk of do, they have to, right, do they have to abstain, or can she use contraception? So he's saying she, she's allowed to use contraception. Okay, so it's a different question. Is it different because they've, they've already had two children? That's why I wanted no, to No, well, it's different. That. First of all, the question is a different question. Here the question is, she wants to get pregnant. Can she risk her life? I understand. Pregnant? Here the question is, she doesn't want to get pregnant. Is she allowed no, to use contraception? It's a question of risk. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I get it. That's why I wanted to remove those first two kids of hers, because then she really might want to be in this same situation. It's irrelevant, though. That's uh, what this case Well, I'm not sure it's irrelevant, um, because maybe if you never had kids, you would say, take yeah, the risk. right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so, he, so the point is like this. Um, the reason, he gives the reason for doubting the assessment. I'm, let me try to find it. Give me a second. It's the long chuva. I found it. I thought I would read it during doubting this morning. I didn't have time. Um, you normally don't concentrate on doubting that much. Come on. No, no. He, it's, just, <laughs> it's quick today. They didn't usually use this delay. Have time to it just reminds me of that video that Alan sent out with the woman with 15 kids, 10 by one guy saying, someone's got to help me with all these kids. Who's going to take care of all of them? You see it? Another one. So funny. I rarely look at any of Alan's things. But I'm teaching at Rice this coming semester, and we'll start with the case of a, you know, of a child with horrendous deformities being born. How do we, how do we feel about that as medical students? You know, forget about all. I mean, as human beings, how do you feel? You want the kid to go away. This is the whole basis for eugenics. That, but then the second issue is exactly this. Now let's talk about the mother for a moment. And then, thirdly, from the public health point of view, you know, mother says a crack addict. You know, can we sterilize her? Should we sterilize yeah. her? And then, then if you take that, then whatever decision is, and now let's take them a public health penalty. Exactly what, you know, Alan's case. Okay, what? anyway, we have to focus on this, but now it's not enough time. 
to go through this whole show. Let's do it next week. Okay, but, but I want to tell you just the punchline here. Is to, mm-hmm. By the way, I'm not sure at the end he ends up permitting um, contraception because, again, he talks about moch, which was a condom. That's one of the stringent forms of contraception. So he does allow her to... He says, based on all this, I'm just looking at the end here, he says he allows her to to take something which would cause sterility, but not to use a uh, condom. Okay, so we'll talk about that, but... Um, but he says, the end. He says, he basically, he says because similar to what Yasha says, because the danger is not immediate. Okay, um, this is really the question. This is what it boils down to. And Bach discusses this at length. So the general question: all risks. There's two types of risks. So one is something, as we know, it's prohibited to place your life in risk. That's not a question. Everyone agrees. Halachically, you can't do something which will place your life in danger. The question is, let's say. There's no danger currently. It's something that I'm going to do something which down the line might be dangerous. Might be dangerous. Right now, there is no danger involved. So is that also prohibited? And this is where it becomes meaning the whole question of let's say going, uh, you know, traveling in the dead. Why am I allowed to do many things? Which smoking could have a danger. Well, no smoking could be immediate. Well, getting in a car. Right. Exactly. Doing things which is not an immediate danger. Right. Um, down the line, it could become danger. It could be a situation where it will be dangerous. So he, so that's basically what Binyan Sian discusses, that, that we can't prohibit that. And we, he brings many proofs throughout the Talmud of cases where we allow it. be paralyzed. You couldn't do anything. Well, you right. wouldn't have another chance. So there has to be some reliance on the fact that, says God, as we said, God guards the foolhardly. So he discusses this at length also, uh, Rabbi Bleich. Um, and he brings various opinions about this. Let's see if I can find it quickly. The, the, ca- the article here is in, it's in volume two of the Biological Dilemmas, where it discusses hazardous medical procedures, and he extensively brings all the various opinions, including this, on this topic. Um, where, based on this, one would also, might also apply to the case of risk of a woman getting pregnant, where the issue is, um, again, Right now, knows that there's no immediate risk to her life. Like we're saying, like Aviash is saying, it's only if she stops taking her medicine. It could cause potential risks, but there's no immediate risk to her. Well, again, we're only really discussing the issue of the risk to the woman, pregnant woman, not the issue of right. the child or the or society. Like, or society, yeah. I didn't or see cost. anyone yeah, discussing, by the way, I haven't seen anyone mention society or cost. Um, the, the, the issues I have to discuss is, again, the risk to the mother, and can you bring a child into the world who's going to have various disabilities. So, so, um, so I want to read you, okay, so I, he discusses it at length, which we could also get into next week, but there's one article, this is a fascinating article here. Um, I don't know who wrote it even, because I had it on my computer. This is similar to this question, I'll just pose it. Is, is there a prohibition of choosing a disabled child once IVF is being performed? So meaning, let's say I, I did IVF. Like deaf people choosing ch- children. Right, so I have ones. embryos, embryos um, that are fertilized, and the doctors told me this embryo is gonna, has a genetic defect. Is but, it prohibited? this one does not. Well, it's not clear. Are That's all other way genetically uh, I don't know. Let's see. I the point is, so can the mother explicitly choose the embryo that knowing it has a genetic defect and implant it? I had a patient. She wants to say, I want I'm fine. Like you said, I could take, I have a lot of love in my life. I'll I give you an example. Everything. I had a patient who had a hemophiliac son. 
and she was going to do exactly what you described and was debating whether uh, to take an embryo with, uh, who had a son with hemophilia or not. Mm. And she says, well, you know, for my older son, if the kid doesn't have hemophilia, he's going to feel left out. You know, she was, she was making the case for having a disabled child, just like, just like this one. So what do you say in this case? What, what would you say in this case? If they're all disabled embryos, well, then it's you're just choosing between the disability. Yeah, but I let the questions. Can you can you allow? If you have totally embryos, and you have one embryo that's disabled, you pick the normal embryo. I'm not saying what you should do, of course, and you know. But the question is, are you permitted to allow implantation? Well, you can't implant them all anyway. No, instead. But the question is, let's see what's the difference. I'm saying this woman was seriously considering. Wait a second, Ron. I don't understand what you're saying because if it's prohibited to implant a disabled embryo, if we're saying there's a problem with that causing danger to the life of the child, uh, pain to the child for the rest of his life. So what's the difference if they're all disabled or not? Prohibited across the board. The fact that I have a choice, why should that change? Why would that change the... the mm -hmm. you, you, know, can, you can't right, choose a disabled if, child. If it's prohibited to, to cause pain to a child for the rest right. of their life and society, whatever you want no, to but say, I could see then that what's if the a woman who's desperate might choose some disability that's not necessarily so terrible if they want to get pregnant, period, as opposed to choosing yeah, so not to choose the any. Woman, right. Obviously, that's the case here. But I'm saying, but from a halachic perspective, from an ethical perspective, what's the difference? If we do, we allow someone to create a child knowingly. This child will have no, future there, disabilities. Well, first of all, there is a difference because, again, like I'm saying, either you have no pregnancy, or you have a pregnancy potentially there with some disability. But that's if all of them are disabled, all of your embryos. So there is a moral difference between choosing a child or no child in one situation when all the embryos have disabilities. That, the separate situation is when they're normal with one disability. Well, you have then do you, if you want to get pregnant... So that's a different question. Where do you draw the line of disabilities? Let's I say they're going to have, uh, you know... Yeah, uh, some people... A moon that yeah. is different. Yeah. Abort that's not, do right. uh, adopt, they will go and choose... Yeah, but that's different. The child already exists and no, no, that's very different. You don't yeah, know but, what? but you Listen don't abort to the end. Yeah. disabled children, disabled fetuses. There are ten children to be that are adoptable. And seven of them are, as far as I know, no, normal. And three of them, they have either a color problem, they have a disability problem, they have something else. And in today's society, some couples Yes. Choose again, that's, three. that's not an yeah, ethical question. Already, on the born. contrary, it's a beautiful thing. They're already born. They're going to exist well, with their disability in either I'd case. It's beautiful permitted. that the parents are choosing not to, to raise a child with a disability. I'd say, it's totally I'd say it's but it's permitted. Depending that's on totally the disability. I'd say it's permitted. Depending on the disability, I would add. What is it? I don't think it's, um, it, it should be permitted. They should uh, not have any of those. Because you're choosing between the selfish wish of the mother and father against the, uh, you know, See, potential so pain the of the Perfectly. child. So right. I don't think you should... Right. He wants to play you, God. You know, what are you saying? But I'm okay with it, but you have to set a line. Like, there's a certain... Is he to implant so the embryo? Like parents of children with Down syndrome say... They're the happiest kids. And they've made us happier. Right, right, right. But, but uh, there are worse things. There probably could be exceptions. Exactly, there are worse things. But in general, if you have ten embryos and nine of them are normal, what like I think Like that one rabbit ruled you can have an abortion. Because you don't know. And one of them is definitely ASAS. abnormal. Right, right, right. right. And, and the scenario is only 
Nine out of the since ten. Since they don't tell you to abort the sale children, I'm not sure how they could refuse you permission mm -hmm. to choose okay. it. That's the question, yes or no? No, no, no. I said nine out of the ten. Well, the tenth, there will always be one of those ten that's not going to become a child. And so is it ethically correct that's the to question. make a normal one, the embryo be killed, or oh, the embryo, you can't kill an embryo. Well, don't kill embryos. It's okay. There's no problem. You can flush it down the toilet. Okay, but, what yeah. I'm, but I'm just saying, if because I'm putting another thing in this scenario. Okay, one second. Let's take it to the question. We only you don't like that. That's, that's no, no. I'm saying we only got one minute. So we, we have two yeses permitted. No is but not I permitted. What do you say? The, but you have to define how bad disability. the disability is. Well, if it's real bad, the embryo isn't going to survive. It's going to well, abort. You don't know that. Well, I don't know. You don't know that. They might be born Most with a like, again, we about, they like, be survivable. Down syndrome may be a happy kid and may live a normal life, sort of. But you may... Tay-Sachs kid. Like a Tay-Sachs oh, kid. He's going to die before he's five. You, you know? Yeah. don't know that they are unless you've Causing Sarah... So yeah, so that's the question. You're causing Sarah to the kid. And the family whole life. and everything, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, and like you said, societal issues. So, so then it depends on the and disability itself. I say yes. What's the answer? Yeah, yeah, that changes their life, too. Why to come next week? By the way, on a related issue... You're allowed. I happen to be... Thank you.